Welcome to the new episode of Quarter Quest, Comics on the Cheap. Can I ask you a question before we begin? Have you ever wanted to have your own podcast? If so, we'd like to recommend Podbean. We've been using it for the last three years, and we love it. It's easy to use, and the customer support is amazing. Just go to podbean.com and enter the code HAUNTEDLOG at checkout and get your first month of podcasting for free. That's podbean.com, Haunted Log. Now, on to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Quarter Quest Comics on the Cheap podcast, a bi-weekly discussion about diving through the dirt bins and pulling out gold. All right, welcome back to the new episode of Quarter Quest Comics on the Cheap podcast, where three friends talk about comics from three different eras, from the 60s, 70s, 80s independent, and the 90s to today. Um, who's going first? That'd be me. Awesome. All right, so I have The Many Ghosts of Dr. Graves, uh, issue number 64 from Charlton Comics. And like most Charlton books, I did not find who actually did any of the work on this. So, I did try. All right, um, this was actually pretty good. It is three different stories, and... I enjoyed them up to a point. I enjoyed the first story up to like the last page because I'm like, that doesn't even look like the character. So it starts off with a woman and her husband has become like a werewolf like creature. She has him locked up in the cage down in the basement. And these two scallywags, we will call them, uh, know that she is rich and that, she apparently is a widower because the husband has disappeared. So they figured that they would try to move in and score the riches. She has them stay overnight. Well, she tells them to go ahead and stay overnight in a, a separate room. Uh, each of them in separate rooms and she drugs them. She then releases her caged up husband to go and feed on the two scallywags. Well, he feeds on one of them. And in the meantime, she figures out the cure to make him all better and makes him all better. And he gets a change of heart on the second one and says, run. And then you see him lingering over her and about to, uh, because he also became a vampire and bite her. Um, the problem I had was on like every page that you see the husband in a cage He's got a mop down head, beard, uh, light brown hair. And then when he goes to attack his wife, his hair is all slicked back. He has vampire fangs and his hair is pitch black. Doesn't even look like it was the same guy. I couldn't even make an argument that this was the guy that was in the cage compared to, uh, not same guy. Uh, <laughs> to make an argument that it was the same guy. But I enjoyed the story up to that last page. Second one was a little weird. Uh, it was a truck driver who um, got picked on a lot because he was a short man. And so he used his big rig to run people off the road to uh, 
show that he was not just short in stature, but he was just an asshole in general. And, uh, he runs a car off the road and he's doing another freight run and he keeps thinking that he sees this car coming towards him and he gets in a wreck and blows up. And you see a couple of cops at the end of that same road and the road was closed. Nobody was coming through. And so it was all a part of his imagination. Not a bad story. Uh, the only part I had, the problem I had with that one was he was going after a couple that kind of made fun of him and they never followed up on whether or not they caught up with him or not. They, it, it's like, oh, they're going to Idaho. I will beat them there and run them off the road. And then all of a sudden he's back at like the trucking hub and delivering his load and getting another assignment to take off again. I'm like, okay, whatever. The final story I really dug, it was um, The Dog Howls For You, and it's the creepy old guy out in the swamp with a dog, and whenever the dog show, or the guy and the dog show up and the dog starts howling, somebody dies. And um, the brother-in-law of the character in the story ends up dying, and his brother-in-law wanted to, or the uh, guy that died wanted to create a road that ran through uh, the swamp through the guy's house area. So he, he vowed to help build this road and, um, he went to the house where the guy was in, because nobody ever saw him during the daytime. So he went to the house where the guy was, uh, the old man and the dog live and went into the house and he found the skeletal remains of the dog and the old man. And he buried him next to his wife, uh, who was, buried on the land. And that's why he didn't want the highway going through, but now they're all together in the ghostly realm and they could build the highway. The problem I had with this one was the, uh, Dr. Graves character kept on just showing up in between panels and you had no idea what the purpose of that was through the whole story. Um, I'm not expecting much. I wasn't expecting much out of this for what I paid for it. Oh, I think I forgot to give the year. So this was from 78. So issue 64 from 1978 of March. And they had some good stories going. And then they just kind of lose you with a couple of points on each story. So um, if you can find them cheap, probably worth picking up and checking out. But don't be disappointed if the stories don't kind of completely go together for you. That's what I had. Awesome. And it's got some writing on the cover, too, so how's that? Yeah. Bonus. Yep. Hey, this, this, uh, this belonged to Joe. I have no idea what that says. It's come kind of hieroglyphic and zero two. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Pi-02. <laughs> All right, so I got the 80s independent stuff. So this is a crossover, number 16 from Eclipse Comics. Fantastic book. 1985. Actually, January 86. This is the first crossover book or crossfire book I've ever read. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're so fun. So it's, it, I was like, what the hell's going on? It's like three pages, then it says the end. And three pages, then another part of the story, and then the end. And then it keeps doing that. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but what's cool is like there's eight like storylines moving around together. like, And at the end, they come together. Mm-hmm. which 
is a pretty cool like like the idea of like because if you think about as a writing standpoint is how did you plot this did you just write out the main ending and then try to like go backwards and like all the different things that come out um different take on a superhero he's a bail bondsman that's pretty cool so he knows all the villains and he knows like all the cops and stuff and dog the bounty hunter he has a he has a phone line that he has like captain america did <laughs> oh nice <laughs> all right oh, they're calling the crossfire line all right let's go all right um i'd recommend picking these up i'm going to pick up more yeah they're great because these are these are really funny and really weird and just very judge dready right they like have that feel of like european comics mm-hmm but yeah, it's by Mark Evanier and Dan Spiegel, which we talked about last week. So awesome. Uh, that's what I got. So check check him out. Like, he looks kind of weird. He looks like a very 80s character. Most of their stories aren't like that. It's going to be mainly just one story throughout. But yeah, that's really cool that they did something like that. All right. So I had 90s to today. So I went a little different than what I normally would do. I went with a Green Lantern book. I did not influence this in any way. Are so, you sure about that? Oh, you got another X-Men book. <laughs> so I did Green Lantern Corps number 1 from April or sorry, August of 06. Uh, Dave Gibbons was the writer, Pat Gleason is the penciler, and Henry Rollins was the inker. I mean, Prentice Rollins was the inker. So it starts out, uh, forgive me, I don't know the uh, all the lanterns by heart. So, That's Natu. Huh? Natu. Natu, and who's the monkey guy? Verada. Verada. Okay. They're flying through to this planet on a distress call, and uh, it's not really Verada. Natu Verada, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Her name is Natu, though. Natu, yeah, I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's Sinestro's daughter. I figured since she was pink. Oh, spoiler! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> anyway. The royal family of this planet is getting attacked. Uh, Sinestro's daughter, Natu, uh, is working on trying to protect them. One of the royal families getting pissed at her, saying, I can do it! I want to be a lantern! I want to be a lantern! And... Uh, the dude's brother gets shot through a portal and dies. So, uh, you cut to Guy Gardner, a very angry looking Guy Gardner here. Thanks, Pat. Um, he's been cooped up for a year, uh, probably because he was Guy and went all Guy like he tends to do and He's ready for some shore leave, and uh, it's being denied, and um, 
says you got a got a mission for you. You got to go help Natu. And then it skips to another group of lanterns. There's too many to keep up with, which is kind of funny because I can keep up with all the X-Men, but, you know. The core is hard to keep up with. So you got Raptor Guy and uh, some other guy. I do think the Raptor Guy's name begins with a V, if I remember right. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, Verata. <laughs> anyway, yada, 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 you skip. And they're doing the autopsy, and Guy Gardner's trying to uh, push proceedings along because, you know, he wants shore leave and he wants to bang some chicks. And pretty much they go find, try to find out who's doing it, and then you see Oa. And that's where it ends. I skipped a lot because it was just filler. And pretty much I read the first five issues of it. Spoiler. Nah, I won't give the spoiler away. It was really good. I liked it so much that I tried to order six through ten. But the site that I ordered tried to order it from, because I had a discount, only had six and eight. So... Is actually pretty good. Um, I love Guy Gardner. He might be my third favorite Lantern because he always gets his ass beat. Him getting punched by Batman will always be my favorite. But yeah, that's what I got. Cool. All right, so that's our three. We'll talk to you guys next week or two weeks. Sorry, I can never get that right. All right. Two weeks. See ya. Later. Later.